This is Tuesday Night Live with Pastor Roy Marcellus, where we talk about finance, career, relationship, family, and everything in between so you can live a purposeful life. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first installment of Tuesday Night Live with Pastor Roy. You know what? If you don't know what Tuesday Night Live is all about, we will basically, every Tuesday, we want to come to your home and bring something that is so relevant, something that answers every single day questions, especially during this COVID-19 situation. And we want to package it in a, in a way that is very clear, simple, fun, and also practical way possible applying both faith and wisdom in our daily life. You know, we're going to talk about real topic like we're going to talk about money. It's all about money, money, money. Okay, all right. So we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about career. We're going to talk about business. And we talk about relationship. Yeah, relationship. Right now, a lot of people say, why are you talking about relationships? Talk about money. Man, let me tell you. This pressure is not just about money, but pressure is, is between our husband and wife. We talk about your relationship um, with your girlfriend or boyfriend. So we're going to talk about all that, right? How many of you are excited about that? Come on, somebody. You know, as you probably know, that we cannot do this in a, a most effective way during Sunday setting. So literally, this, this whole situation of lockdown is a blessing in disguise because it's pressurous to innovate, pressure us to um, do better, pressure us to think outside the box. And, and where everybody's in lockdown, the church of God is being unleashed to everywhere, okay? So I, this, this content, the whole content is for free. Um, there is no bait, no nothing, just for free for you, for all our members and all their friends so that they, 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 they can be uh, blessed and be strengthened and encouraged, especially during this COVID-19 situation. But I do have one favor to ask. If you uh, are blessed by this content, please like our website in our movementchurch.co, in in Facebook, in Instagram, and also in our podcast. Yes, I came here to announce to you that um, the Movement Church is launching a new, brand new podcast for content like this, bite-sized content that you can listen to it again on the way to work, on the way back to home, when you commute, before you sleep and things like that. So that the, 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 the voice of the Word of God, the voice of faith and the, the voice of um, wisdom continue um, protecting your heart and enlarging your mind and enlarging your life, okay? All right, how many of you are ready? I'm ready for this, okay? So today in this section, I'm going to speak to you about a topic, what to do in recession. What to do in recession. You know, today we want to focus on how to best prepare ourselves financially in the times of recession. Here, guys, I'm not by any chance um, declaring or decreeing that, you know, recession is about to come and things like that. But you know what? Applying faith and wisdom is, 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 is needed in this kind of um, situation in our life. You know, first, I want to ask, uh, I want to address this question of what is Recession. What is the definition of recession? In recession, in the economic terms, a recession is a business cycle contraction where there is a general decline in the economic activities. Recession generally occur when there is a widespread of drop in spending. You know, an adverse demand shock. There is a shock in the market. 
and, and, and which we are experiencing right now. You know, you go in Centerlink, the lines are just like a worst state line. People are losing job left, front and center. And there are so many experts are saying that Australia economic recession is happening. It's not a matter of whether it's happening, it's, it's a matter of time, okay? So as a people of faith, we, we are, we're believing that that's not gonna happen, but as a people of wisdom, we gotta prepare. You know, uh, people of fear panics and reacts. But people of faith, we prepare and we respond. Come on, somebody. Okay, so the question is, how do we prepare for it, right? Um, okay, so before we start, I just want to um, explain the heart and who we are. You know, the last eight years being, um, before I become a pastor, I was the sales director of um, global property developer in Sydney, okay? And that gave me a chance of, of to teach, to train, to conduct, and also to be investors, property investors myself, to teach, train, and conduct seminars about how to build wealth through properties or how, how to manage your money and things like that. But you know what? The real goal or the real value that I got for, for the last eight years is not the seminars. It's not, that's amazing. But the last eight years, you know, I've been able to meet with this hundreds of highly successful people, um, highly, um, uh, you, you know, uh, highly successful people. You, you know, you just put it this way, you need uh, to be really, really rich to be, to be able to buy three to five property, investment property in one day, you know what I mean? So I got the chance to meet these people and every time I meet them, I just have one question. What is your end game? Why are you doing this? And how are you going to protect yourself if some, this, this thing is happening? So through this segment, this segment also in the next segment, I want to share with you what I have. Simple as that. I just want to help and I'll just share what I have. And I just want to note and clearly state that this is not a professional financial advice. You should consult your own financial advisor for your own individual circumstances. All right? Okay, so with all that said, let's dig into the content, okay? How to best prepare yourself and your family financially in times of recession, okay? I'm gonna start with the most basic but the most powerful thing that there is, okay? Um, my financial mentor teach me this and I wanna share with you. My number one point is get on a budget. Get on a budget. Think about it. This is the most basic, but often people don't do it because it's too simple. It is too simple. You know, I remember one day I was having uh, coffee with a good friend of mine, and he was telling me about that he cannot save money. He was quite struggling. I don't know where the money goes and things like that. And then I asked a simple question, do you have a budget? And then you know what he said? Yeah, I think I, I, I've got a budget. I, I know roughly um, and I said, okay, how much is your um, weekly expenses? And then he said, around $2,000, okay? And that's where I know that he's, he doesn't have any budget. He knows roughly, but budgeting is not a rough thing. Budget is literally a science. Budget is not an art. Budget is science, whether you have it or you don't, okay? Now, um, and I explained the way I do my budgeting, the way... Uh, the fact that I actually put it to the sense. They are actu actually, and I encourage him, come on, man, why don't you do it tonight? Now, uh, thank God that he actually took the advice and he did it, okay? He didn't actually, 
he, he, he didn't actually sleep well um, at that night because he actually did the whole budgeting. And the next day he came to me, pale. And he said, Roy, I am 1,500 on negative every single month. You know, that's what budgeting does to you. Sometimes it will encourage you, but most time it will shock you. You know why? Because he realized that he couldn't afford the second car. He couldn't afford the eating out. He couldn't afford buying new clothes every single time. He, didn't, he couldn't afford any of that because he is already on negative. So you know what? Praise God. You know what he did? He basically made a lot of adjustment in one week. He cut the car. He sold his second car. He, he basically put his kids in, in public school. Um, and and it's, 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 it's great. Now, I just called him um, earlier today. And then he said, man, I thank God for that conversation um, in, in, in the office. Because without it, right now, I'll be screwed. Okay? It's, you, you know, the, the good thing about budgeting. Budgeting actually showing to us what we can afford and what we cannot afford. It actually shifts all our priorities. All of a sudden, I don't need this. I don't need this, this, this watch. I don't need this, this, that. I don't need that. Because budgeting is a science. You know, budgeting will, will strip all this ego thing and go back to the basic of controlling and mastering your money. In a soaring financial state, most people, you don't need to do budgeting, okay? Why? Because you have surplus of um, um, supply. You've got surplus of money, abundant supply of money. But in times like this, there is no better time for you and your family to get into a budget. Budget is probably the very thing that can save your life and can strengthen you through these tough time, difficult times or uncertain time. Or maybe you actually have done your budgeting and it's time for you to revisit your budget with your spouse, okay? Let me tell you what the power of budgeting. Budget actually puts you in charge of your money, okay? Budget, if you think about it, it gives you power to tell every single dollar that you earn where to go before the months begin, okay? Um, if you don't master your money, your money will master you, okay? And without a budget, you will always live on the leftover. You spend, 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 spend. And then when it comes to investing, when it comes to your future, when it comes to building your house on the rock, you're actually building it in the leftovers, okay? Life without a budget is like carrying a container of water that is leaking and you don't know where the water goes. Actually leaks everywhere. Point number two, okay? So in this next segment, I'm gonna show you how my budgeting tools look like, okay? So here you go. We're gonna make this tool available for you for free in this website, okay? There are a lot of budgeting tools everywhere on the internet, but this is the way I do it in the last 15 years, okay? So we're going to make it available for you. Um, we're gonna put it in our website, themovementchurch.co, and then at no cost, you can basically download them and start doing it. Now, we've been teaching this to our members. Um, we've got probably about 500 to 600 members in around the globe right now, and we've been teaching this to all of them, and um, I've heard so many testimonies how this budgeting thing is so simple, but people often forget. Why? Because it's too simple, right? Now, I'm gonna explain to you. Now, on the left side, as you can see, left-hand side, you can see 
that it's the income. So you put your income, okay? Obviously, this number is not the real number of my family, okay? But it's, um, it's not far, it's basically there, okay? So on the left side, it's basically my salary and my wife's salary, I put it right there. Now this is not before tax, this is after tax, this is the amount of cash that you it comes every single month, okay? So this is monthly budget shit, okay? Now, as you can probably see, that we teach our son and daughters, our, our church and our family, and we practice it ourselves. Number one is you prioritize God. Okay, on the right hand side is God. As you can see, that we need to put, always put God first because everything that we have is from Him, okay? So the first one is 10% tithing. We've been doing it, I've been doing it since I was junior high, okay? So 10% tithing, and then a lot of people actually pretty shocked with this, but as a family, we also apply 10% offering, okay? So we teach our uh, people and leaders to be generous, okay? Because I'm doing it as well, all right? And the Bible says that the world of the generous is getting bigger and larger and larger, and the world of the stingy is getting smaller and smaller. So we teach our people, our leaders, to be intentional about generosity. I'm going to repeat that again, okay? We also teach our people and leaders to be intentional, not impulsive, but intentional about our giving. You know, in, in, in our church, the movement church, when we talk about offering, a lot of our, of our people are generous, but they don't have budget. So they are over generous at the expense of their family. But some of you, you are, you're not generous at all. So you, I, I'm teaching you to be intentional in your generosity. Okay, in our family right now, last year, we give 10% tithing, we give 32% um, offering, and then we have 45% saving, okay? So right now, we start with 10, 10, 20, we have 10% offering, 10% tithing, 10% offering, and 20% saving at bare minimum first, okay? But, but you, you grow. As I said, I'm, I'm growing in terms of my generosity, but I also growing in terms of my um, saving as well. But let's go back. So 10% tithing and 10% offering, okay? Now, 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7 says that you must, what? Decide. Everybody shout decide. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. You got to plan it. Before the month begin, we plan. Before the year begin, we plan that we want to give 10% offering. And don't give reluctantly on response of pressure. So the Bible is very, very practical. Don't give reluctantly. If you don't want to give, don't give. You know, if there is no hard and set rule that you have to give 10%. You want to give 1%, it's up to you. You don't want to give, it's really up to you. But you know what? Um, I want to encourage you to be generous. You know what? You're going to be blessed by it, okay? My life is be blessed. Our family is blessed because we practice an intentional generosity, okay? And then, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. So you see, the Bible teaches us to decide in advance how much we give. But a lot of us never done that. We just give when we feel like it. Without realizing it, we, uh, uh, we, we may not be as generous, but at the same time, we may be too generous and then at the expense of a family. So get on a budget, man. Get on a budget and be intentional in your giving, okay? Now, there is no hard set, um, hard set rules in the offering, but 
I will encourage you to start with 10%. Now, listen to this carefully, okay? Before you log out about this, listen to this. Please note that this 10% offering doesn't mean you need to put that in the offering bucket of a church, okay? Tithing, yes, you do in your home church, but offering, no. Offering is just being generous. You can be generous to a poor, you have to be generous to the other member. If, for example, you're, you're a connect group pastor and you want to be generous, you want to cook food and things like that, you know, you take that from your offering basket, offering budget, okay? So if, for example, with Fridays, for example, there is people in their, their, their connect group that who lost their job, you know, and they want to give. How can you give if you don't have budget for it, okay? So you budget for it and say, okay, I've got budget for it. This is for you. Right? This is awesome. Now, as a family, we've done tithing and offering in the last eight years, where we have uh, eight years where we have half a million dollars a year as a sales director. We've been faithful in that. And right now, as a salary of a pastor, okay, 90, 80% cut, um, um, we're also faithful in our tithing and giving. And God has been blessing our life. When we put God first, God will take care of the rest, okay? Now, that is number one, God. So number two is basically the living expenses. Now this is where it gets getting fun, right? Now living expenses, basically, okay, there is that variable expenses. Let's leave that for a moment because that's probably one of the most complex things um, in, in, in this one. But let's, we go, we're going to go back to that soon, okay? But the rest are the fixed expenses. These are the, the, the expenses that always come into your door the bill that comes into your door every single month, okay? So the first one is education, okay? Your child education, um, um, and also number two is insurance, your life insurance, your health insurance. You, you have to have that, right? For rainy days, you never, um, you, you never know what is gonna happen in the future. Storm will come, but whether or not you're gonna prepare for it, okay? Education, insurances, and then the third one is accommodation. Okay, accommodation is your rental, your electricity, your, your, your um, uh, gardening and things like that. So all that into accommodation. The fourth one is basically transportation, okay? So transportation is your car, your, your petrol. Um, uh, majority of the time it's fixed, um, it's variable, but, but on average it's the same every single week, okay? Now number five is basically investment portfolio. Now, um, investment, my own investment portfolio right now is just basically $59 a week. So with all the tax benefit, we're already in positively geared. So yes, I'm teaching, I'm gonna teach that in the couple of next session that we wanna teach you not to be too stretching, too ambitious about your property investment. Um, just make sure that um, you, you don't need a lot of cash flow to sustain this property, property investment. So in times like this, it doesn't really matter. Um, you've already managed your risk, okay? So that's self-explanatory. If you have any question, I'm gonna do some sort of um, um, question and answer in my Instagram in the next couple of days. You, you, you're welcome to ask that question, okay? But I hope that's self-explanatory. Now, I want you to uh, note a couple of things. The first one is that, have a look at it. Have a look at the number. We do it to the cents. Yeah, as you can see, there is um, 76 cents there, 90 cents there, and things like that. You know, you know why? Because I don't believe in, oh, the electricity bill is around. No, I don't, I don't believe that. So we, what we did as a family is actually we put, I asked Chess, Chess, give me three to six months bill 
and I'm going to average it or even 12 months bill and I'm gonna average it per month, okay? And then I'm gonna bump probably about 5% uh, to it. Just pump it a little bit, but I'm doing it like a science, okay? Now, as you, you probably know, during winter, we pay a lot more bills because of the um, heating and things like that. That's why you need to average it every single year, okay? Every single month, okay? Now, we do it to the sense. I wanna encourage you, do it to the sense. Okay, don't do it around. Yes, it's it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of work to set it up. And after that, everything is okay, all right? Now, the second one that I want you to focus on, and this is good, is the saving um, number per month, okay? I call this number my saving rate, okay? So, in, th in that point, it's 1,562 a month, okay? now. Just to clarify, this is not our real data. We don't have rental costs. You probably, some of you got rental costs. You know, our house is already paid off by the grace of God. You know, because why? Because we apply this um, tithing, offering, saving. We apply this like a military in the last um, 10 to 15 years. Um, saving, sowing, tithing, and God bless us. You know, we apply this principle. And we are where we are today. We can live and the last that we have today is because we apply those principles, okay? So, but let's say, let's say that is the real number, your monthly number that you save $1,562 a month, okay? The principle is the same. Now, have a look at that number, and if, if your number is the same or different, just have a look at that number, and then, because this, and, and remember that number. You know why? Because, this will help you becoming uh, a wiser spender and wiser investor in the future. Let me, let me explain why, okay? I always, I'll give you a tip. I always convert all my spending, holiday spending, <clears throat> if I wanna be hobby spending, if I wanna buy bike or guitar or holiday, I always relate it back to this number, 1,500, okay? Let me give you an example. My tip is always convert this number or your spending number into a time, from currency to a time. Now, hear me out, okay? For example, let's say your number is exactly the same, $1,562, okay? So every time you want to buy a new bag that costs you $3,000, that cost is not just $3,000, but that cost is literally, it's two months, it will cost you two months um, delay to your financial goal, okay? You wanna have a goal, I wanna have a property by, by the time of, by the age of 35, I'm 35 years old. Well, if I buy this bag, am I happy with two months delay, okay? Now, and then, sometimes, sometimes okay. So I, I'm not teaching you to don't spend at all, you know, uh, you spend. But as a family, husband and wife, I have, we happy for that two months delay. For example, if you want to go to, um, if you want to go to Europe for a holiday, okay? Because Instagram, oh my God, this guy goes here. This is what guys go here. I, I need to go there. Come on, oh man, I don't want to be stuck with this. You know, I want to go. You know, after this coronavirus, I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna go to Italy. Now, this usually costs uh, husband and wife, two people, fifteen thousand dollars. Instead of fifteen thousand dollars only you convert it into time. It will be a 10 to 12 months delay, one year delay to your financial goal. And usually, give them time, okay? Usually, this will help you 
prioritize your spending. This will help you become a wiser spender and say, maybe not now. Maybe that's not wise for my family. As I said earlier, we're gonna come back to the variable expenses. So let's, let's go back to the variable expenses. Variable expenses, self-explanatory, is the, all the expenses that are not fixed, okay? So after you cut the education, transportation, accommodation, and things like that, variable expenses are the things like your grocery shopping, okay? Your sh uh, shoes, your eating out, your haircut, your toothpaste, your car wash, your, your, your butt wax, whatever, man, uh, anything, you know? Now, maybe you ask me, how do you come up with $2,384? Let me tell you, that's, that's, that's our number. Every single month, that's our number. How do you come up with that? Well, trial and error, okay? So that, that is a gauge for, 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 for you and me, okay? I've got three kids, young kids, and they're all going to school, and some of them is actually going to um, childcare and things like that, which costs a lot. So, but that's our number, $550 a week, okay? So that is my number as a family. It's quite tight, but I'm happy. Because why? Because I have a financial goal, and I wanna go somewhere, and then I've discussed it with my wife. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a six months process, you know. My wife says, oh, I need more money. And I said, no, 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 okay, all right, we're fine. And, but it's okay, it's cool. And then we finally get into that number of $550, okay? So we know, and, and we know with that number, if I stick with that number, we know by the time we retire, our kids' fund are covered. Our, some of our uh, investment properties will be paid off and we can serve God more, okay? So that's faith and wisdom. Come on, somebody. So I wanna encourage you to do the same. Okay, so all the fix, just, just sort that out first, okay? So that you can focus on that one number, and that one number is that variable, that $550 a week, that's my number. If you can, if you can go it down to 300, go for it, man. But you guard that number like there is no tomorrow, okay? Now I'm gonna teach you, I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna guard this, okay? Now a lot of people finish here. A lot of people says, okay, I know how to do budgeting, see you later. And then they do the budgeting. And then three years later or two years down the track, you come back to me and say, it doesn't work, Pastor. It doesn't work, Pastor. Now, I'm gonna show you um, um, what happened to my life, you know, in the last, in the first three, five years of my financial um, learning curve. Same thing, you know, I, I could not save. I said, I've already got a budget but I still can't save. What's going on, right? Let me tell you what's going on. One word, leak, okay? There is a leak and we don't even know it, okay? The leak in our habits, the leak in our money spending habits, that is a leak, right? And we don't even know it. So I'm gonna close with this. I'm gonna close this segment with this one, which is close that leak. I'm gonna give you a, a story, you know? When it, when it comes to fixing my house with handy, being handyman, I am not the best, right? So um, one day, there is a leak in my tap, just dripping, and I said, it's all right, it's okay, it's just, it's just leak, it's all right, okay? And then Pastor Jess has already kept saying to me, come on, go to Bunnings, $2.50, come on, and spend time and fix it. And I said, nah, it's just water, sorry. It's just leak, don't worry about it, right? I'm not fixing it until three months. Wow, after three months, you know what happened? 
I keep saying to Jess, oh, it's, uh, it's too difficult, I've got no time. Oh, I'm so busy with preparing preaching and things like that. But three months later, the bill came. And the bill of my water is $800. Okay? $800. I was shocked of unbelief. I've never seen a water bill of $800. You know what happened? Three months of I'm busy, blah, 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 blah. Within 45 minutes, that leak is finished. That leak is closed. Now that's, the principle is the same with your finance. That leak is so dangerous, why? Because it looks small. It looks so small that you don't realize it, but it's leaking every single way, okay? Now, my question is to you right now, and you're financially, what is your leak, okay? Let me tell you, majority of the time, this is your leak. An unused Netflix, an Apple account looks very small, okay? But it's gonna cost you $336 a year. You can sponsor one kid in Manila for one year education with $336. Your coffee a day, your oversized and over, overpriced um, you know, caffeine injection every day looks very small, only $4, $4.50, dollars now. It's gonna cost you $1,460 a year. That is a two-written ticket to Singapore, to Indonesia, where you are, wherever you come from, two-written uh, ticket to invest with your wife and with your honeymoon, things like that. It's not small, it looks small, but it's not small at all. An unused F45 gym membership looks very small, but it will cost you $2,080. You know what happened when I realized this? I bought all my gym equipment at home. Hey, there's no embarrassment on that. Yep, a global sales director of a property um, um, developer. I don't go to the gym, why? I can, I, I'm motivated enough to go to the gym in my own house. Come on, man. My body's not that bad. Come on, somebody, right? So let's, let's go back, right? Fix the leak. If you have the same problem like me that you can never save, then fix the leak now, okay? So and I found, one day I found this system, very simple system. I, very simple Excel, which is daily monitoring system. Again, we're gonna make this available for you for free in our website. Okay, as a sign of our love to you. So for free on our website, now I'm gonna show it to you. Now, as you can see here, I have a daily monitoring system, very simple. It's just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's every single day. Now, and the very last thing we did before we go to sleep as a family is that we put all our expenditure into this simple tool, okay? I usually put um, this monitoring system for every item, coffee, $4.50, oh man, I'm gonna close the leak, you know what I mean? But it's too consuming, time consuming. So what I did was very, very simple. So I'm very forgetful, so I'm, I, I use my um, card to pay for everything now. I just put a card and things like that, and every night I just open that statement and I just sum the total amount of expenditure on that day. Very, very simple, right? So you think you can do that? Come on somebody, for your future, you better do it. Right? The last thing we did before we go to sleep is that we put in the in the tools, and if you use credit card, like me, um, I actually use my credit card, but I, I don't have any debt at all. 
my, I pay all my debt, my daily debt, daily. So if I spend $74, I send $70 on that day, okay? So I've, I only use that credit card, not for debt. I use my credit card for administration, okay? I have zero debt in my house and on my credit card at all, okay? We'll talk about debt later on, all right? We'll talk about investment later on, okay? So that's it. First, get on budget. Second one, close that link, close that tab, all right? So I hope you're blessed. If you are, do me one favor, okay? Share this content, tell your friend uh, about this content, um, tell the world that we care. And also, if you have any question, I'm running this Instagram and Facebook question, question and answer. If you, you can ask any question that you may have and I'll answer it to the best of ability. I'm not perfect, but um, I'm trying to share what we have, okay? Now, it's time for you to do it. Everybody shall do it. Come on, do it. Master your money before it masters you. Don't procrastinate, do it tonight. It will shock you, it will help you, it will strengthen you. God bless you, we love you.